her experiences have taught her how to move in this kind of world. And each step that she takes you is moving her right into her destiny. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm scared I'm going to hit you. <laughs> You're welcome. The one who moved in the world today, making her bigger, better, more loving, caring, compassionate, and loving, even her legacy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Queen's Table Show. I'm your host, TRJ, and welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks, but we're back in the building, so let's get started. Welcome to the Queen's Table Show. Our monarchy is one on unity, love, community, and of course, the culture. On our show, we're serving tea that includes pop culture, music, fashion, business, love, relationships, and living your most authentic, genuine life. With the Queen, she can move in any direction on a chessboard in ways a king cannot. So join us as we prepare the table, set the dinnerware, and serve you, our guests. Welcome to our show. I am just, you know, so much has happened in these few weeks since um, we've been on air. Um, oh my gosh, we had Am I Ready? Of course, I did come on a week after and discuss that. But Am I Ready? It was amazing. Um, so many people were in the building. Um, this week, um, last weekend, just passed, I was at um, the Boss Up Magazine's Boss Bash. But before I get into that, because you know I can ramble and talk, <laughs> I would like to thank our sponsors. Our first sponsor up is the TRJ brand. And the TRJ brand is an accessory boutique built on creating the best look for our customers. We like to provide on-trend pieces to everyday people where we blend classic and on-trend pieces alike. Please be sure to follow our page at the TRJ brand and visit our website. So guys, quick little um, disclaimer, the TRJ brand will be revamping and rebranding. So we will take, it's like a little quick little, you know, break and we'll be back um, next year. I want to make sure that everything that I'm bringing to you guys is on trend and it's also still a classic anything that i have and in my reservoir i just want to make sure that everything is right and it's checked out and just you know everything is tiara j approved so our next um sponsor is crowned glamour beauty crown glamour beauty is a beauty brand catered to make you look and feel good Crown Glamour Beauty offers services such as lash and brow, as well as body contouring services. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at crowned with an ED Glamour Beauty and set your appointments with me, guys. I am so excited about the holiday season. This season, this is my favorite season. Like when I tell you after summer, I'm just ready for I'm ready for fall. And then after fall, I'm ready for Christmas. Like, I don't have any in-between about anything. I'm just happy. It's the holiday season. And why go to the ho- into the holiday season without having your lashes and body crowned by 
Crown Glamour Beauty. So make sure that you follow us, like us, share, and subscribe to our page. Um, Brian, how was your weekend? <laughs> Uh, it was okay. Um, <laughs> like, as usual, except for yesterday, yeah. I just watched movies and mm. Korean dramas and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah. So, little football, but, um, yeah, not another major. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, so it seems like you've been busy, as always. So. <laughs> I'm always busy. Like, I... I I did say a few months ago that I would start to try and um, get more rest. And I have been doing that, but I'm still always busy. So, I um, this past weekend, I was able to um, go to Boss Up Magazine's um, fourth annual Boss Bash as well as first the first annual boss bash uh, boss elite awards and i had so much fun and i did ask everyone to um vote for me because they had uh, um they had a contest where you could vote for the entrepreneur um who has excellence in entrepreneurship and as you guys can see i won i was there photographed with my baby girl and it was so amazing. I was, let me tell you, I was so daggone shocked. I was like, who won? And I and I told you, Tara, I said, if I win, if I win, <laughs> if, if you hear a tuh, put the camera on and, and, and record me. And it happened so fast. The next thing they said was, and that's just a video of me, of course, on the 360 photo booth. We had so much fun. It was a good time. And it was just, it was amazing. It was vendors there. We had, um, she had an on-site photographer there. Um, and we had, um, it was Angie Ange there, formerly of 93.9. Um, she was honored. Um, the cartoon Gracie's Corner um, was there. They were honored. And so many other um, black women were honored. It was so amazing. That's DMV Daily. Um media page they were amazing i loved um chatting it up with abu and camille from um women of influence um please don't kill me if i say the wrong name um to i think it's women of, i think it's women of influence I, I love it so thank you both i have to get you guys on here it was thank you thank you thank you and look today i brought my award i wanted to show you guys hold on let me Move this out the way. It was in here. And look, guys, it says crown. So it was already meant to be mine. <laughs> well, Tiara. And look, so beautiful in this little box. Let me not break this gut because you know I'm clumsy as all outdoors. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and y'all, look, it just, it lights up. Oh, okay. That's cool. Can y'all see? Like, yeah. So it's, it's, it's changing colors. And I like that. Yes, it's 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 so pretty. So let's keep it up here while we're just talking. If it can be seen, I don't know. I think I'm blocking it out. Would you be interested in getting more awards? Yes, absolutely. Oh. I love awards, but I'm gonna tell you something. I I meant to send you the clip of my acceptance speech. It was so real, raw, and uncut and honest because the very first thing I said was. Um, of course, thank you, of course, um, for this um, honor and this award. And the next thing I said out of my mouth was, 
I didn't write anything because I did not expect to win. And everybody and they was like, oh, like you, like, and like I. You didn't sing a song like Shirley Ralph. No, <laughs> I should have. Right, it's a long time coming. No, but you know, I just feel like I just scratched the surface. So I don't think I'm there. I'm not. I'm not what Miss Ralph is yet. Uh, I, I ain't there well, yet. Well, let's say this. Why don't you, you know, get get your vocals ready? Because uh, <laughs> just to let you know, uh, you are a Ribby's nominee. Yeah. Yes. So the Queen's Tale ah. is a Ribby's nominee uh, show. So for uh, what category? Uh, we have a new category. It's called the People's Show. Yes. Oh wow! The yes. People's Show. And so, yeah, so if you're seeing right now, uh, the, we pretty much will put it on loop, uh, the voting will begin tomorrow. Okay. So beginning tomorrow, officially, so Trump will probably make an announcement yeah. uh, on the download show tomorrow night. But okay. yes, voting will begin tomorrow, and uh, mm-hmm. you got some decent competition there. And I know the I show do. will be December 17th. And uh, get more okay. information is on riptv.live or ripradionetwork.com. Okay, I'm excited. Look, look at God. Yes. I might I might have to get my song ready now. Yes. I might have to get my song ready. <laughs> so yes, I'm excited. Oh yay! So the Queen's Table Show is nominated. That is truly amazing because I'm gonna tell you guys something. If I can be honest for one second, I fell into this show. I'm gonna be honest, it's all outdoors. I was a co-host for another show, and this just fell on my lap and I just took it and I ran with it because a lot of most of my life, I've always had, like, opportunities, and I've always felt like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I don't know. I don't know. Can I do this? Do I have what it takes to do this? So, I'm excited about this. So, shout out to Trump and the RIP Radio family. I'm excited. Um, I can't wait to hear the announcement tomorrow night. I'm going to be tuned in tomorrow to the download show. Um, and I hope you guys will as well. Well, actually, the announcers were already made on Chip Chat. Like, they'll make it official to have people so. <laughs> Look, I had to do the look that they do in the office when they yeah. <laughs> when they look at the yeah. camera. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Okay. We're just making the official announcement of, hey, time to vote. So. Yeah, so I'm... Matter of fact, you know, I'm going to go look on it and see the categories and everything that we are nominated for. I'm excited, guys. So, I'll have all that information for you guys um, for, the nom- for the nominations on how you guys can vote. I'm excited! So, next... Oh, my gosh. So, that's it. That's it for my weekend. Yesterday, I just kind of... I'm not going to say kind of. I did. I relaxed and I refueled. I almost, guys, I almost slipped up and answered a phone call. And I was like... It was a business phone call. I was like, no, not today. We can talk tomorrow. And I'm going to tell you, it felt so good because at first I used to be like, no, I got to take these calls because I'm trying to get my brand here. And I got to do this. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay to say no. And it felt good. And the person respected it. And I love her for that. So, and we had a good old conversation today. So, <laughs> yes, that's all we have for our um. For our weekends, um, I want to get into some CRST. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) So I don't even know what I sent you. Did you? you Uh, Let me get one thing. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Okay. A lot going on. I know. How the nature of businesses. I know. 
Uh, survey says. Well, let's start with something, maybe something good. Okay. So, but, uh, you know what? You know, I, you know, oh, the internet works these days. Ah, here it goes. Something good. Yes, it's something, something good. Something good. Something okay. good. Starting off something good. Yes! This is so amazing. Um, so. I am an 80s baby, but I was able to be, my mom is a 60s baby. I was able to learn about so many important and amazing black women. And one of the ladies that I learned about was Miss Lena Horn. She was amazing. And I got the chance to see, didn't they have a biography, a movie about her? Yeah, I saw that too. And I just love her. Like, so... Lena Horn becomes the first black woman to have a Broadway theater named in her honor. How amazing is that? Like, that is so amazing. Shout out to her and her family and her estate. Like, I love this because over the past few months, like, life and the world has been so daggone dark. I just love having, um, you know, something good to talk about and positive to talk about. So that is amazing. I would love to travel to New York and see something on Broadway at the Lena Horn Theater because I if I if I'm not mistaken I think last year Broadway shut down and said foreseeable future. I think I think they put something out there and it said foreseeable future so I'm excited that in their opening they named a theater after Miss Lena Horn. So congratulations and shout out to Miss Lena Horn. It's kind of, but here's the thing: I, I hate when they honor people after when they die. Post-mortem, <laughs> you know, like, like you could have did it while she was still here. Because I mean, let's be clear, she was around for a very long time. Yeah. Like she recently just passed away, yeah. it's, so it's like, they had decades to do it. Yeah, I, I just think you know, yeah. I don't know if it's, if it's whatever for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like nah, nah. I I respect it. I think it's nice. You know, yeah. the family was there. Yes. Yeah. It's a great honor. But damn it, man. This is like. I know. She was here. You could have did she it. She was here. You could have yeah. did it. And it's not like one of those things where she died in the 70s or 80s or 90s. No, she, you know, she, she recently. Yeah, she was here. I was. I think my daughter was born when she was still here. Mm-hmm. I think it was in the 2010s or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Re, it wasn't too long ago. But yeah. Um. I think something else I have is about. Uh, oh yeah, that dude. <laughs> yeah, the tragic. Uh, yeah, I hold on a second. Okay. So, yeah, this 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 is the second thing, which a lot of people are talking. We're talking. Yeah. Things, so, so yes, let's get into this. Um, Brooklyn Nets suspend Kyrie Irving without pay for anti-Semitic social media posts. Um, last week. Kyrie Irving posted, uh, he posted on his page, or was it his story, something. Um, yeah, it was, It was. I think it was both. A movie that was on Amazon, that is on Prime Video on Amazon. And I don't remember his sentiments because everything just hit him at once. But I think all he said was something to the effect of, we should see this. And everybody ran with it. When I say everybody ran with it, and just up to today, um, Nike cut ties with him. And in lieu of his Kyrie Irving 
shoe eight shoe coming out that is all canceled now and i just and then yeah. and then he had to apologize so guys let's get into this really quick it says nets have delivered Kyrie irving six items he must complete to return to the team first of all what do you mean return to the team you said he was suspended but now it's these things this criteria that you cultivated for him to return to the team number one apologize slash condemn movie now now mind you guys he has no ties to this movie he didn't produce nothing he didn't write nothing he didn't direct anything he didn't star in anything but he has to condemn a movie that has nothing mm. next 500k donation to anti-hate causes Five, that's a half a million dollars to anti-hate. He can, it. he can, but why should he have to? He because at this point, I'm feeling like the director, the producer, they should do that. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, well, the other stuff he got to go through sensitive. Okay, okay, yes, yeah. sensitivity training, anti-Semitic training, mm-hmm. meet with ADL Jewish leaders. I, what is that? Assistant district leaders? Or what? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Meet with Joe to say, to say, say, yeah. to demonstrate understanding. And this right here is, is a list of things. But what I want to know is, will they have a list of things when they say stuff about us? Are we in control? What are we in control of? In this day and time where when somebody disrespects us or says something about us, our culture, our, 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 our race, um, our community, like what are we putting in place? Because they already have something in place. So shouldn't we? Unless you own a business, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think, mean, I a, think it's yeah, very the, important. The, yeah, but here's the funny thing. Here's this, it's sources. It says sources. Sources Because mind you, when it, when you get that type of headline, yeah, you kind of wonder. It's like, all right, who's telling you this? Is, is it some you know assistant t- you know PA or what? You know it. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I feel honestly, like. Honestly, it's a street team. Yeah, this whole scenario, mind you, I I have yet to hear his actual comments, but some people who have said it, they said it's. Really not that bad compared to what Kanye said a while back, uh, which was two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. We say a while back, it's like, in this day you but, know him. Yeah. But but I think the main thing is, it is the heel of that. Because yeah. after what Kanye says, it's like, yo, dude, no, we ain't doing this. We're not having this type of conversation. We're not. And, and we're, this is what you're going to follow. You know, my mind you, this is a place of business. And, yes. you know, a lot of, and in Brooklyn, you know, there's a lot of Jewish people come there and, you know, spend their money and all that stuff. So you want them to support a guy who has ill feelings. But again, keep in mind, it's, he's getting information from a movie that he probably either support, but probably never seen, unless he said he's seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I really think, I, I'm not going to take it firsthand off of, Again, someone like Kyrie or someone like Kanye Ugh. just saying, hey, you know, you, we're the real Jews and all that stuff. It's like, all right, that's cool if you feel that way. But <laughs> look, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it, but I think we're in this 
age of oversensitivity? I was just about to say, it's definitely an era of oversensitivity um, clouded and wrapped around understanding a community and being aware and mindful of what you say. But isn't that the same thing they do to us? True. But the unfortunate thing is, I think I do agree when it comes to when it comes to Jewish people. Yeah, they get the bad rap because of the fact, like, mind you, it's been 70 years since the Holocaust and all that stuff. I get it. I understand it. Yeah. I, I went through the museum. If no one has ever been to the museum, you should. Me too. So I read the book yeah. about Anne Frank. Yeah, uh, all that stuff. Schindler's List, all that stuff. I understand. I've seen, but here's the other thing. I, I can add on. Yeah, I've seen roots. I understand. Yeah, yes, yes. Issues and all this stuff. Uh, do you and, guys understand yeah, us? And, and things of that nature. But the thing is, is like, Everybody is fighting off of, it's like what Kanye says, I am jealous of this. He's mm-hmm. jealous. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's about jealousy mm. of, of how we're getting jealousy of either being disrespected or not getting appreciated. Yeah. Okay, fine. Do something about it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. Yeah. You could you could complain all you want. You can make a movie about it all you want. It's yeah. a movie. People can go see it if they want to or not. Mm-hmm. Look, I got Amazon Prime. It's not on my wish list because one, yeah. I never knew it existed. It ain't on my yeah. watch list either. Yeah. So if I choose to, I'll watch it. Now, yeah. if you say, hey, it's out there, it's an option, fine. If not, yeah. just to see whatever you. What the heck it's about. Yeah. But it's, I'm not going to look for it. <laughs> Me neither. Amazing. But again, <laughs> the thing is, I think this day and age, it's, it's, it's either. Um, we're trying to find an identity. Everyone's saying we don't have an identity. Black folks, black people hmm. don't have an identity. And yeah. It's like, okay, we're, you know, Kanye keeps saying, oh, we're the original Jews. And it's like, all right, fine. He's whatever. Whatever you're saying, you're saying it. Yeah. Who cares? But it's like, yeah. I'm me. <laughs> yeah. If you, but I, I identify as me. I identify as what, you know, I was born from these two people yeah, from period. this area. Mm-hmm. That's it. I That's it. I ain't going for that craziness. Yeah. And it's like what Kanye talked about. When he said he's getting a, a lynching, you ain't getting anything. Kyrie is out here literally losing deal after deal after deal. And he's basically getting a lynching. So it's like for us, you want us to be sensitive but be okay with, um, oh, forget about what happened to you guys 400 years ago. No. I'm not forgetting anything. I'm not forgetting anything. But I will, I will say in this time, day and age where they are including certain things and a particular group of people in every single movie and including cartoons and stuff. It's like the moment we say one thing wrong, then it's like kind of up for us. It's kind of up for us. So should we go with the time or should we go before we know? That's a real question, but we will answer it. At another time and date. To be continued. To be continued. So right now we're going to go into a quick break. But when we come back, I will be introducing you guys to our special guest, Miss Kiana Brown.
I know. And now, of all times, my daggone thing won't come up. The, the email you just sent me? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. It's, it's RIP Radio Network. Yeah. It's not coming up. It's not? Are you following me on, Instagram, on Facebook? Oh, I was about to say, if you follow me, just go on my page. I just posted it. All right. Ladies ready? Um... Yeah, um, almost. Okay. No, because I can't find her thing. Can, do, can you send it to my phone real quick? What? Um, for her. Oh. My, her bio. To your cell phone. So how do I do that? Is this you got, can you put up an email? Mm-mm. Yeah, send it to my email. Yeah, send it to my email. You send it to my email. You don't want me to copy and paste it? Oh, yeah, if, if you feel like that's something, yeah. are back thanks you guys for staying tuned with us um before we introduce our guests let me allow me to read miss kiana's bio believer overcomer leader destiny grabber yes i'm bold that's what forgiveness has done for me i help women reveal their confidence by releasing their past and repossessing their lives with the power of forgiveness. Kiana shares her encounter of four years in a prison cell and mental incarceration on stages across the nation to inspire and uplift. Through Uplift Women's Alliance LLC, she offers strategic solutions for women who lead to go from broken to bold. Kiana has authored seven books dedicated to healing and forgiving. She had developed short films based around the topic of forgiveness. She also is the creator of the Healing Incubator podcast. As a serialpreneur, she also offers forgiveness to pets, learning how their skin functions as a pet esthetician. She's developed all natural healing therapies for your furry loved one. 
from people to pets, forgiveness is the key to life. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I welcome to the Queen's Table Show, Miss Kiana F. Brown. Hey. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. I'm going to make sure. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then where am I looking? Because I feel like I'm looking all over the place. You can look at me. You can okay. look anywhere you want to look. Okay. Because I want to look crazy. You, you, you want to look at the camera? No, I'm going to look at you. <laughs> I'm going to look at you. Yes. You, you can look anywhere. So, Kiana, thank you for being here with us um, tonight. Thank you for pulling up a chair, a seat at the Queen's Table. Um, am I ready? You were on Am I? You were a speaker at the third annual Am I Ready um, Women's Empowerment Conference and Women's um, Networking Event. How did you feel leaving from Am I Ready? What did you get wow. from it? Uh, so first of all, I made so many great connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt awesome. I felt revived. I felt rejuvenated, and yeah. like just a little like secret that you may not know um you know i was speaking out you know before the pandemic and you know had a lot of big things on the horizon and of course the pandemic shut all of that down and i got into a mental state that was like kind of funky and it was hard for me to get out and i didn't want to feel like i was pressing my way back in Mm -hmm. i wanted it to be organic and natural and so i prayed to god i said god i don't want to connect with the wrong people Mm -hmm. i don't want to be on the wrong platforms Mm -hmm. i don't want it to be about me because overall this is your mission and i said you know god send me the opportunities because Mm -hmm. before you know and i love my 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 pr awesome awesome woman of god Um, but I said, you know what, God, I want you to make divine connections. Yes. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, in my email box, uh, you know, there was an email from you asking <laughs> me to be a part of your event. So yes. you don't even know um, what that did for me. And it was kind of like the catalyst that kind of opened everything up because yes. now, you know, I'm getting invites and things yes. of that nature. Yes. And yes. it just kind of gave me a way to step back out there. So that was just like my coming back oh, out you know yes. i'm ready you know because i had to do some healing you know yeah. and so i'm ready to continue that journey of helping others yes i am so happy that you even answered the call <laughs> um i when i looked for speakers this year i definitely wanted them to be genuine and authentic authentic i'm sorry and come from a place where you could take us back to wherever you were mm-hmm. and show us step by step and take us on a journey of how you've overcome anything, any obstacle and anything standing in your way. And you were one of my first oh, wow. top picks. Yes, wow. you awesome. were. I was like, oh, I like her. I love this because um, I go into like hibernation after um, after the event. And I'm always looking for bigger and better mm-hmm. places. And it's so funny because um, if I can share something, uh, we had it at a at a place. And where we were, that's not where we were supposed to be. Wow. We were supposed to be in another room. We were supposed to be in another room that they have in the back. And they overbooked that day. They put the people that were not you know it I was the only person that booked that day for mm-hmm. that space and somebody came after me mm-hmm. and they put them in that 
room. So when oh, we nice. got there, I was like, okay, where are we going? How is it? Like, <laughs> what's going on? And very, um, very unproblematic. I was just like, you know what? Let's, let's roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because long story short, we went from a small room to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is more space, but... I'm not going to worry about it right now. I'm going to just roll with the punches. And after the event, I just, you know, gave thanks and was in my praise. I was like, thank you, God. This was so amazing. It turned out great. And even though I didn't wasn't able to say my speech, my welcome speech, because in my headspace, I wasn't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. I was clearly I was there. I was physically there, but I was just like. But everything knocked came off together. my thing. Yeah, it came all together, and it you know, if I hadn't known, I wouldn't have never known. Yeah. You know, so the way that God is, He's really strategic. Yeah. And even though it might be a human error, something yeah. that we feel that mm-hmm. you know people drop the ball on, God yeah. always comes through and shows out. He always does, and I took that, and I said, you know what, God, I I get you, I I hear you. It's game time. Yes. You bigger, did not put bigger, me bigger. you did not put me in this gym for no reason. Yes. Let's go. Let's do this. So that that was a moment that I was like, you know what? I got this. Thank you, God. And it's so crazy because my first annual event, somebody told me this small this space is too small for you. Mm-hmm. I had it somewhere else. And I was like, I want to be modest because I just you just don't know. Yeah. When you have events, you just don't know about the crowd, the vendors. You just don't know. Yeah. So Somebody walked up to me at the end and said, God told me to tell you bigger. Amen. And I was like, okay. So, yeah, that was one of the things. I was like, okay, I, I hear you. I see. It's happening. You know, thank you, God. So, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That's a, a very, very, very big thing. Oh, gosh. It seems so easy. You see how easy it came off my tongue? It rolls off, but it's hard to do. Um, I think for adults, you know, when you're a kid, you have a big heart, you love everybody, you're there for everybody. When you become an adult and you begin to go through things, it's like, uh, is it going to happen again? Should I forgive them mm-hmm. this time and this time? So what does healing look like for you? Wow. Healing looks like so many different things. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on where you are, the season of life you're in, mm-hmm. the circumstance, the situation. Mm-hmm. So, it, you yeah. know, there's like really not one face yeah. to healing. It's multifaceted. Um, but healing has been a journey that I have gone through over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And one of the pivotal things that I like to share with people mm-hmm. is just because you've healed in one area mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that's the total healing that needs to be done. I like to I use like the uh, situation with my dad. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, kind of at odds uh, when he went to prison. Like, I, there were a lot of unsettled things, things that hadn't been shared, things that hadn't been spoken on. And so I kind of took the opportunity um, to share those things with him, you know, whether it was on the phone or not. I, I still wanted to get those things out. And I even wrote things to him uh, mm-hmm. through letter. But however, you know, once I got all of that out and, you know, we started to converse and, you know, talk about different things, you know, some of his behaviors that I blamed on addiction were not all through addiction. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, 
wait a minute, some of that is him in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I had to get past that and, and heal from that and then let him know, you know, well, I think that you're very demanding. I think that you always want things your way. And when you call me, it's never, you know, how are you? It's, it's this laundry list of things that you want me to do. And I'm not your errand girl. And so wow. I had to, you know, let him know that instead of harboring so that I could heal because here I am trying to regain this relationship that was never there in the beginning Mm -hmm. and now after we've said our piece I've said how I felt growing up you know I think that we're in a a cohesive place where we can you know walk on this journey together but then you still have this you know personality that I didn't think was you I thought was the drugs and so now I'm going through this space of having conversation after conversation and each time it felt like he was giving me a list of demands and I said wait a minute you're an entrepreneur you're the business owner you're the boss so why does it feel like this man is calling you and he's trying to be the boss and dictate things? So, you know, there was kind yeah. of sometimes anxiety with answering the phone, like, or I would just look at the phone. Not today. Not right now. Not today. Not you know, right. I like and so that. I had to, you know, kind of let him know so that I could go so that we could go through this relationship on the same page and so that I wouldn't end up in another broken place. So we're healing from that. Yeah. You know, as we speak. And I still gotta remind him from time to time. Yeah. You know, and I, I like think that. <laughs> I think I think a lot of the time mm, I hope I say this right. Parents expect and assume that since they're the parent, even though you're grown, that you are to drop everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. And do whatever they say when they say it, and I mean right now. Yeah. And I've 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 gone through that, and I'm so glad that you are able to still have your father. My mm-hmm. my dad died when I was 15, and you know we got to a place where we were trying to learn each other because I didn't fully get into his life until I was nine. Mm-hmm. You know I met him when I was seven, and he said, you know, hi pretty girl, what's your name? And I said, I'm Tierra, your daughter. Wow. Yeah. So he didn't know who you were? No. At the time, I was allergic to some form of uh, a fiber of synthetic hair. And my hair fell out. So my mom cut my hair off. And um, he said he didn't recognize that that was me. So, yeah. You know, and at first I was like, I don't know. What is this? You know, and, you know, you're an adult. I was a child. Mm-hmm. trying to navigate yeah. my feelings on should I love him should I let him in my life should I forgive mm-hmm. him you know so it it, it 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 took me a while so I do understand yeah. what you're saying you so know I, love I, it. I like the part that you just hit on that you were a child right mm-hmm. so I'm in my second book of a series for children's books mm-hmm. talking about and dedicated to teaching forgiveness education to children yeah because as a child, you don't know how to deal mm-hmm. with those certain things. And then when you grow up, if you don't have an understanding, that's where uh, the ball gets dropped. And then you just have all of this baggage. You know, you're like yeah. bag lady carrying around mm-hmm. all of this trauma. Girl. And I just feel that, yeah. um, you know, if we are able to educate our children mm-hmm. in the area of forgiveness and learning to have those conversations, I think that bullying can be less. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one of the stories I talk about is a child who 
doesn't necessarily understand why his friend is doing certain things wow. and so he's you know wants to be angry but mom talks to him mm-hmm. and said you know maybe you need to talk to him and figure out you know so wow. it kind of opens up the doorway for them to learn to have conversation yeah. instead of you know oh you don't like me I don't like you so now you bully me so now I'm going to be mean to you and then be a bully back to you or then take that you know to someone else oh. so it's yeah. important for children to have forgiveness education. It's very important. I think that is something that should be taught in schools. Um, I think that more um, families should discuss that instead of, you know, this cousin not talking to this cousin and this sibling not talking to this sibling. And, you know, with the only time, the next time we come together is when we're crying on somebody's um, casket at a funeral Mm -hmm. because we did not get an opportunity to say what we wanted to say and, you know, forgive that person and say, you know what, it wasn't even that big of a deal. That was so stupid. I am Mm -hmm. sorry. I am sorry. Why don't we learn how to, you know, say, you know what, I was wrong. I can admit that. How can we move forward? It is very important to practice an open um open communication mm-hmm. with Absolutely. one another i think and but we're gonna take a quick break when we get back we're gonna get into some more about forgiveness are back i'm sorry y'all but just looking down at my screen but we are back with special guest kiana brown the forgiveness expert so i want to ask you where did you come up how did you come up with the name the forgiveness expert oh wow like it sounds like you've been through some things and it's like you know what I'm the expert because i've been through so much hurt and mm-hmm. struggle and now i know how to fully forgive yeah well so you know with being a motivational speaker there's training that you go to and I actually went to a training with um, Dr. Cheryl Wood okay and while in that training I think it was like a I think we did like a Mm two-day seminar this was like very early early in the beginning of me speaking Mm -hmm. and 
you know, we were like just having sessions of, you know, trying to figure out our brand, who we're going to be and, Mm -hmm. you know, what our topic was going to be. And so actually she kind of coined me as the forgiveness expert. Um, But in the conversation of that, she made me realize or allow for me to see that a lot of the stuff I went through in life was traumatic, but the only way that I got through was that I was able to forgive and to heal in mm. the essence of that. And when you think about an expert, it pretty much an expert is someone who just does something continuously over and over and over yes. again. And so, you know, that's where the title came from and it stuck. And my goal ultimately is to help create other forgiveness experts because you know i'm not the only one there are many people out here who are doing a great work in the area of forgiveness and there are those who are out here who are seeking to go through their journey so that they can get to the other side Mm -hmm. the side of who you think you are and bridge the gap to who god has actually created you to be be. Mm, i love it I love that. That sounds good. So shout out to Dr. Cheryl Wood. I was actually on her page today mm-hmm. and she she does this academy, this university. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I want to do that with her. So I'm <laughs> thinking about, you know. She's an awesome woman. Awesome she, woman. Yes. I've, I've done several things with her. She's That's really amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So um, what do I want to ask now? What did life look like for you before you learned how to forgive? Wow. Um, So before I learned how to forgive, life was literally a trap. Everywhere I went, everywhere I turned, life was trapping me. You know, whether it was a mental trap, whether it was an environmental trap, whether it was a society trap, Mm -hmm. you know, um, internal trap. You know, at some points of my life, I was overweight and, you know, I'm still, you know, working on a thing. And Mm -hmm. I went through a season of feeling like I was trapped in my own body, like I was walking around in a fat suit. Yeah. You know, so there are so many um, areas that I could hit on. Um, but the ultimate um, reason that people are in unforgiveness is low self-esteem. Mm. And when you don't yeah. have that belief level in yourself, when you don't have the gut, when you don't have the faith in you, yeah. you know, sometimes we want to have faith in other things and we can have faith in God. But God teaches us how to love, how to love others, but most importantly, how to love ourselves. And we get to love him through understanding what love is. And so a lot of low self-esteem is lack of love. And when Mm. you learn how to love you truly, then you can open up and tap into forgiveness. So, you know, it's just a portal that you have to go through your truth and loving you and then getting to total forgiveness. I absolutely love that quote, that answer. Yes. And I think it's necessary to forgive because, you know, this may sound cliche, but forgiveness is not for that person. It is for you. And yes, it may seem or sound like a cliche, but it's it's very true. I went through a period of time where I said, you know what? Why am I holding on to this hurt and this pain? And that person is walking around living their life, Mm -hmm. you know, not even knowing that I'm over here hurting. And um, I can sum it up. I can sum that unforgiveness up by saying it's like you wanted to poison somebody, but you drunk it yourself thinking they would notice. Mm -hmm. And they don't. No, they go right on. They go right as on if with their life. Nothing ever happened, and yes. and you know when you when we do that, because I'll say we, because you know mm-hmm. sometimes 
even though we learn and we know better, yeah. um, sometimes we don't always go with what we know. Right. You know, but when we go through the brokenness, you know, yeah. we have to ask ourselves an honest question because, as you say, it's not for them, it's for you. Mm -hmm. So, what uh, is broken in you that mm -hmm. you're allowing? For the situation or the circumstance to affect you that way and so that goes back to loving you and when you love you you're able to open up to find out you know it's like hey Tierra, like why why am i keep going going through this same thing you know what is it or why do i always feel hurt or broken when this situation mm -hmm. or this circumstance come up or if somebody mentions this name or i'm if i'm even in an area you know sometimes an area can remind you of trauma and brokenness and you attach everything in that area you just you just don't like anymore mm -hmm. so now you have this attitude now you're hateful towards either the people Everybody. or you know anything yeah. in that environment and so getting to why am I doing this? So forgiveness is truly a self-discovery. It's not, you know, for the other person. It's a self-discovery so that you can learn the true you, the real you, the honest you. Yes. We've lied to ourselves that. so much about who we are mm -hmm. that sometimes we don't even know the true us because we've created a facade about ourselves yeah. that, you know, this is who I am. So I'm going to present myself this way in public. Mm -hmm. But you've done it so much that you've lost the essence of the true you i love that you know this we can continue this conversation um we might need a part two for forgiveness <laughs> um kiana thank you for being here with us today this was so insightful informative and i love it can you please share with our listeners where they can find you at and if they are ready to um heal and forgive how they can reach out to you Awesome. Well, thank you again for this amazing opportunity. And you can go to the internet, and that's www.healwithkianafbrown.com. You can yes. find me on social media, Kiana F. Brown. Uh, if you just need a little inspiration, you can go to the Forgiveness Nation group. And if you want to check out any of the short films, you can go to Forgiveness Nation Media on YouTube. I love that. Yes. Thank you again for being here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kiana F. Brown. Thank you for um, joining us. And you have to come back. I, I sure will. Yay. I will. I enjoyed myself. Thank you. Thank you. So before we go, guys, I want to share, of course, Tierra's final thoughts. Forgiveness is a strange thing. It can sometimes be easier to forgive our enemies than our friends. It, it is hardest of all to forgive people we love, but it's not for them. It's for us. Hashtag forgiveness. Hashtag forgiveness is for you. Hashtag Tierra's final thoughts. I want to thank you all for watching and listening um, and tuning in to the Queen's Table Show. We will be back with an all new show next week. I will see you guys later. Have a great night.